William Tincup, and we are recording live from Transform in the Greenhouse booth. And uh, we have Ian and Ariana, and uh, we're going to talk a little DEI. So why don't we do introductions first? Ariana, would you do us uh, a favor and introduce yourself? Absolutely, my pleasure. So I'm Ariana. I lead the talent planning and acquisition team at Greenhouse. Uh, I've been at Greenhouse for coming up on eight years now. So when I started, the company was about 50 people. Yeah. And it blows my mind that we're like approaching 900 soon globally. Um, and it's been such a journey to be on this rocket ship. So that's who I am. I'm born and raised New Yorker, uh, but a proud recent Las Vegas transplant. Oh, wow. Uh, so wow. the conference has come to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a good thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's o a little bit about me. Open uh, Greenhouse's conference was in New York last year. Yep. So, very, very fun. Yeah. Ian, I want you to tell us a little about yourself. Greenhouse, great New York tech company. I, I'm Ian White. I'm uh, the CEO and founder of ChartHop, where people operations platform that brings all your people data together and helps drive insights, analytics, and action. Oh, cool. And so, I've been building ChartHop for about four years. Um, we're about 160 people. I was born in Boston, uh, raised, uh, lived my adult life in New York. And uh, it's really been great to see some, some great New York HR tech companies. I definitely have not made the move to Vegas. Very, very not jealous yet. of that. Not, not yet. yet. Only a matter of time. <laughs> Too fun. Well, why don't we do, um, we're going to talk DEI, but we're going to talk about what we're doing well, what we're not doing well, and what we should measure. So why don't we start? Yeah. Ariana? So what, what do you think we, we're, yeah, what do you what think are we're doing? What are we doing well? Yeah. Well, I like to have an optimistic outlook. So I think that we are doing a lot well relative to you know how things have been previously the things that come to mind when i think about what we do well is the education slash conversation part about it um, and what i mean by that is there's a lot more i think overall awareness around what deni even is what allyship is what belonging is um, there's been a lot of dedicated effort in learning um, when it comes to how to be a great ally, for, for an example. So I think like we're making progress in knowing how much it's a thing that impacts lived experiences for most of the people that are alive today, um, or everyone in, in some way. So I, I really like that aspect. I think the second thing, and I'll stop that too, but the second thing that comes to mind is, um, I think we're getting better at, at figuring out whether something is getting better. And what I mean by that is like, you know, there's that saying you can't improve what you don't measure. And there's a lot of interesting new technology that is, you know, extracting information from people around their experiences, um, whether it's from an employee engagement lens to recruiting, whether it's a demographics lens. Um, and we can now look at the trends of, you know, people's experiences, whether it's in a hiring process or within a company. And so I think that is like cool stuff that is happening um, that I, I just love seeing more momentum around. Right, right. It actually feels like we've made progress. Yeah. All right. Ian, what do you think? What do you, what do you think we've, again, the DI side of, uh, if we've made strides, do you feel like we've made strides? If so, where? I think we have. I think that at the very least three years ago, there was a real burst of intentionality, like people right. really recognizing the importance of DEI in the workplace, really making genuine efforts. You think that was around and George Floyd? Maybe. Could, yeah. have, could have been around that time. I, I, I think, think so. I think in 2020, 
there was a real momentum and a real coalescing right. of people having the understanding, the awareness, and at least the desire right. to, to improve things. And so I, I, I think that a lot of those efforts did lead to some positive things. I think a lot of those efforts were also maybe more reactive than yeah. proactive. Maybe a, little, maybe a little window dressing. Maybe, maybe in, right. in many cases. Right. And, you know, I think they're a coalescing in anything, right? I mean, I build startups, and so in anything that you build, there are coalescing moments and a burst of energy right. that leads you to something, and there's the long, slow grind of doing the hard work That's right. that it takes to make progress. And I think we're, right now, three years on in the long, slow grind phase. Do you, either of you think that we've lost momentum in DEI? Yes. I feel the yes. same way. It's crazy. Because yeah. I, I, go, I go back to Me Too, Love is Love, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd. And then now if I go fast forward to now, I'm like, does it seem like we still have the same momentum? Maybe we're in the slow slog of it and I don't see it or it's not talked about as much. Yeah. But All right, let's talk about where we think we can improve DI. So, Ariana? Yeah, so I'm gonna bring it back to that slow slog. Um, Cause I do think that there is a like sobering emerging conversation around DEI is losing a lot of investment financially right now, right. whether it's funding for um, DEI related roles or initiatives. Um, because you know, in the tech industry, almost everyone's kind of in this position where we're tightening our belts, right. and it's very easy to um, you know look to DEI as like a new thing that you invested in maybe three years ago around that time, and you're like, hey, like this doesn't seem like a priority anymore when we're, we're having to rethink and replan all these dollars that we plan to use for the year. Um, so it's sobering in that sense. Right. Um, so I think like to go back to the it's, is well, that just just to I mean just. Is that an excuse? I mean, is that an excuse? Yeah. Do you feel like that's an excuse? Like, there's always budget tightening. Yeah. Right? Well, is it, is it like they don't see the results? And it's like, this is an easy thing to prune? Yeah. That's a great question. It's a little jaded, but... But a good question. I think, I think it's a matter of like, okay, short term versus long term. What do you want out of what you're trying to do? Right? Because um, I know we're going to talk about measurements in a sec, but like when, when, you, when we think about the areas, at least at Greenhouse, um, where we've seen a lot of meaningful impact, we're seeing them now, three years in, oh, of wow. us doing consistent things. And I think like this is where it really matters when you say, hey, I, I want to invest into DEI, that's kind of um, long term, like right. these are the moments where it does matter in terms of, yeah, if you keep starting and stopping things, you're not going to see long term impact. So. Right. I think, like, uh, again, every business approaches their priorities a little bit differently, but the question that I would return to is, like, well, long-term, what, what would you want to get out of whatever initiative you're launching? Love it. Ian, what about yourself? Yeah, I mean, uh, the question of values, what a company or an organization values is in some degree measured by where do the resources go, right? What, and a lot of companies that maybe felt like DEI was a short-term you know, let's just let's just address this, this right. problem once. It's yeah. it's not, you know, it's a, it's a journey. So at ChartHelp, we, um, you know, in, inclusiveness is a, a core value for us, and we actually 
brought on, I wasn't necessarily even looking for a DEI leader, but someone great came along. We made that hire relatively early in our journey. And I think it's been like making that investment as a company was an intentional choice. It reflected our values, what we're willing to put resources into, and I think has been really, really impactful for the company on many, many different levels. Yeah, doing it early like that, it, it creates intentionality and in things that you wouldn't think about normally in a startup, you know. That's right. Um, measurement. So what could we or what do, would you, what do you like to measure? What do you look at and say, okay, we're moving, we're in the right direction, wrong direction? It's something that gives you an indicator of, of progress. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I look at things through more of like a ta talent planning, talent acquisition lens. Right. And um, people on my team, there was this one really cool project that we worked on, which I hope, hopefully will answer your question. <laughs> um, you know, we sat down with actually our revenue operations team because they were forecasting a lot of sales goals. And we were in the in conversations around what do we want our the demographics of our company to look like what 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 do we want uh, the representation to look like in these areas that we're defining as di diverse in the way that you know we're currently focused on right now um, and so we said okay let's model it out like let's let's imagine 20 uh, 2026 2027 let's assume this rate of growth Let's assume these ratios between people managers and individual contributors. Um, and let's look at our current percentages um, uh, of different underrepresented groups. If we have goals around that, right. like let's see what the model says in terms of how many people we have to hire from these um, groups externally to actually hit um, right. those those targets. I don't like using the word targets when no, we're no, talking no, about demographics, I, but like let's just do the modeling exercise. Right. And that it's, was a it's really, creating a future state. Right. So you're looking at a future state of this is what we want to be. Right. Right. And if you assume this attrition, if you assume this right. internal mobility, like what is the number that gets, you know, that 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 shows up in terms of, all right, what does hiring need to look like? And that was such an interesting exercise, and that informs a lot of where we invested today. If we wanted to be somewhere in a few years out from that, speaking, oh, that's cool. speaking long term, um, and I think like a lot of the times talent acquisition teams, they plan like maybe for in like six to 12 month sprints, right? They, they right. look, they have this annual view, but right. one of the things that we're trying to get better at, it's like, well, what is the 24 month view? What is the, right. what we call the rolling 12, right? It's right. not just like January to December or whatever your fiscal year is. It's like, well, what is the 12 month, you know, date from now? Right. Um, so I think that that was a really cool example that we learned a lot from. We made a lot of assumptions that didn't pan out, obviously. Right, but it was around like starting that conversation about like, okay, if we have these targets, what does it actually mean in terms of like how we need to approach hiring? Um, so hopefully that oh, you that's did, a picture. That of was that. fantastic. Now you're a data. You're. I was going to say a data nerd, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm a data nerd. Okay. Let's, right. let's choose, yeah. Exactly. So. Um, for us, we measure a lot of things. Um, obviously, it starts with representation, which is a measurement of diversity, but, you know, DEI, and at Chartoff, it's DEIB, right. belonging. Yep. We really want to measure, you know, the sense of inclusion and sense of belonging that people are actually having at Chartoff, rather than just how are different groups represented. So representation right. is one thing we measure, but we also measure engagement. We, you know, have a regular engagement survey, and we also have a belonging-centric 
right? survey oh, uh, cool. specifically. What questions do you ask on the belonging side? We ask questions like, to what degree do you feel that the company lives up to its values? To what degree oh, do nice. you feel uh, heard and seen at Charthop? Like, we ask questions that are specifically surround people's their sense of place and belonging right. and, and, oh, that's and recognition cool. at, at Charthop. Um, so it's, you know, a, a slightly different set of questions from yeah, your yeah. standard engagement survey. So, right. so we look at, at, at belonging and we look at engagement. Um, we look at pay equity. Um, we look at attrition by different groups. Um, and uh, we look at performance and uh, having our DEIB leader actually sit in on every single performance calibration and every single compensation calibration helps just, it's just another voice in the room and another, right. you know, perspective that helps make sure that we're being as inclusive as, as we possibly can when we make these, these decisions. I love it. Y'all have brought all kinds of intelligent stuff to this. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has been wonderful. Thank, thank you. you. Our pleasure. Absolutely. And we're signing out.